Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Mother Industrialist Live Show, where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. And today is episode eight. And today I have this um really, really amazing lady. I met her through a common friend with a fellow author. And because I was looking for mompreneurs and uh, the friend of ours, I just uh, recommended her. And she's a owner and also the photographer of Reflection by Rosie. And I'm so blessed to have her online. And um, let's welcome Rosie. Thank hi, you. Hi, Rosie. Hello. Thanks for coming and thanks for um thanks for coming and accept the invitation uh to come on uh, my live show mother industrial live show and uh really really truly blessed to have you and uh we kind of have the the time zone mix up but not not to worry but now at least we are now on live so before we start the show uh, uh I have this tradition which is uh with every guest before they start the show they will have to answer the question of the day which is being posted by the previous guest. And um and the previous guest posed this question of the day to the audience and also to the next guest. So are you ready for the question of the day? I am. Yes. Okay. So the question of the day is, what is the biggest challenge in marketing that you face in business? So meantime, uh, meantime, while you uh give some time to think about it, I'll go on to my Facebook and check if we are successfully live and also whether the sounds are there. Is it all right for you? That works. Do you want me to answer that while you're looking? Uh, answer to what? Sorry. Do you want me to answer the question right now? Oh, I'm no, happy you, to. You hold, uh, you hold okay. on. You give some time to think about it while I go okay. online to check the sound. Okay. Let me just check. Yeah, I'm checking on your portion. <laughs> okay okay loud and clear good so uh for those who are watching replay and for those who are coming on live thank you for watching and so rosie are you ready with your answer i am the biggest challenge with marketing is that people tend to think that they need to pay a lot of money mm. to market well. They need to buy ads. They want to look at billboards. They want to do all the things that we think are associated with marketing. Mm. And the reality is the true marketing purpose is really with interpersonal relationships. Mm. And that can be a challenge for some people. It's them throwing their money at the wind, essentially, and not gaining any clients, and then realizing later hmm. that it's about the relationship that you build with your clients, and then how they tell their friends about the, your amazing experience that they had with you, and then going from there. But that first year is a lot of trial and error, and unfortunately, <laughs> it can be a lot of money wasted if you're not doing it the correct way. So the biggest challenge with marketing really does come down to figuring out how you want to best market yourself so that way you can best communicate that to your favorite clients and then have them help push your business going forward wow wow that that's a really really good answer and now we can kick start the show so Yay! um yes okay thanks rosie and also um before we start uh maybe you can do a short intro about yourself and uh, because the audience may not know about you and also you can share with us um uh, Pyro to your still starting the business. What were you doing? Were you working? Were you in corporate? Maybe you can share with us and also um, how you start your business. Yeah, maybe you can share with us. 
Well, going way back, when I first graduated college, I was a political science major, and I went back and worked on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. And then during one congressional break, I re-met my husband. I had known him for a number of years, and we decided to rekindle a relationship. And two months later, he proposed to me. And 14 months after that, I was living in North Dakota. And for the U.S., that's quite a difference between (laughs) metropolitan Washington, D.C. to rural North Dakota. Mm. But my life kind of came to a grinding halt professionally for a while. Mm -hmm. We started having babies and I wanted to focus on having a young family because we Mm. had four kids in four years. Mm. When I was living in California, we moved there after North Dakota. I had a friend offer to sell me her Nikon camera Mm. and something just clicked part of the photography pun, but it's true. Something just lit up inside of me. Mm. I started taking pictures of my own children. I started at being asked to take pictures of my friend's children. And then when we moved to Texas, I thought it would be a good idea to start laying down roots and actually opening up my own business. So Mm. once I moved to Texas, I opened up reflections by Rosie. At first I started working with everything that was coming my way. I thought any money was good money. And when I ended up having my fourth child, so we had our fourth in Texas. Wow. I learned quickly that my time was getting so strained between having a family and having a business. Then mm. I had to start changing things and I had mm. to start focusing on what my true passion was so that I can one, make more money per client, because honestly, I wanted to make sure that my time was best spent. Yeah doing things I love, but also being compensated fairly. Hmm. And I was able to be more creative because I was doing something I truly was passionate about. That's good. That's good. So in fact, <laughs> I, I just saw our friend, uh, Virginia. She's um, oh. coming live with us. So hi, Virginia. Hi, Virginia. Yeah. So in fact, how we got connected is through Virginia. And uh, she's yes. really, really awesome lady. She's also a fellow author. Uh, from uh, me, me and uh, Virginia, we are from the same publisher. And really thanks to her, uh, Rosie and I got connected, and I really, I'm, I'm really inspired by Rosie's story. Oh, Anastasia, I see Anastasia coming. She's also another fellow hello. author. Yes, hi, hello. I see a lot of people coming on board. Uh, let us know where you guys are from. Uh, comment it below, and also uh, any any thoughts, any things that you want to ask Rosie about passion. And um, th- thanks Rosie for that 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 very great uh introduction and. Something that I, I, after talking to you, after chatting with you, I realized that you are very, very passionate about photography and the things that you do. And um, because a lot of uh, a lot of moms, uh, they wanted to start a business and they would have, have this thought that you can't uh, use your passion uh, and to build it to the business. So what is on, on your thought? And because you have been building your business and how long have you been, been doing your business? Maybe you can share with I've us. owned my business six years now. Wow, wow. That's a very, mm-hmm. very long time. And for photography, that is a long time. Yes, so. yes correct. <laughs> yes. Definitely, definitely. So what, what um, because you you say that uh, you, you picked up a, a camera and you start shooting and... Mm-hmm. What was it that that makes you think that you're going to pursue this this passion? Because there's a lot of other things that you be may be passionate about, but why photography? Uh, photography is amazing because it is very portable. It's mm. something where you can pick up, you can learn, you can learn so much online. They have great communities. It's you can start with just a camera mm. and a computer. That 
for me also went back to the fact that when I was younger, I was always very creative. I've always loved art mm. and being a mom, taking a picture, clicking a shutters and getting a beautiful image is a lot faster than painting, which is yes. where I, I came from oh, before okay. you draw a sketch. It's a lot, takes a lot <laughs> longer. So the, I started kind of transitioning when I started taking pictures of my kids, posting mm. them on Facebook and then having other friends say, Hey, can you take a picture of my children as well? Mm. And then more and more people started asking that mm. same question. Yeah, And I didn't charge there at all. I was just, you know, building my portfolio as we mm. call it. Yeah. But when I moved to Texas, I just got to where I said, I want to be able to start getting compensated for this. Mm. And I was spending a lot of time away from my family. And yeah. that's when I decided to open my business and get it, make it legal and mm. go about it in the correct way. Wow. Wow. Because like, like you, you share something that I, because I've been, uh, be working with a lot of moms, a lot of mompreneurs because uh, back about nine years ago, I was working for a parenting magazine selling advertisement. So I work with a lot of uh, businesswomen or I call them mompreneurs. And mm -hmm. I realized that a lot of them had what you have, meaning that they, they have a passion and they were doing it for free initially. And they felt that hey, if, I, if there's a demand, there's traction, uh, in fact, I should start charging. Yes. Yes. And that's Absolutely. what and that's what you did and gradually it became a business. You became something that you can monetize. Which is something that I want to put it out to all the mothers that's out there. Everybody has something that you are good at, you are uh you are master in it, uh something that you are passionate about and something that you enjoy. And that's mm -hmm. the key thing is how do you mon monetize it? And uh, a yes. lot of um a lot of moms will be feeling that uh who am I going to charge? Who am I? Am I up to the standard to charge um, maybe my friends or someone who engage my services? Who am I to charge it? What is your take on that? Because I'm really curious. I love that. I think that's a great question. I, a lot of women, I feel like I've, who I've worked with, they almost feel guilty asking people to pay for services. Mm. Yes. If they were working anywhere else, at a coffee shop, at anywhere truly if they're spending their time doing work for someone else they should expect to be compensated yet when you are owning your own business or if you have a talent a lot of women feel this guilt associated mm. with charging money for it if someone is asking you for your time you deserve to be compensated for it and when i started making that shift and saying okay i know that my family is worth putting milk in my refrigerator mm. if I'm gone, spending time away from them. Yes. It's worth putting clothes on their back. It's worth not having my husband get upset because I'm spending every weekend capturing moments of other people's families. Mm. Yep. Then it is absolutely worth charging for. Mm. And it, the first step is always the hardest. It's figuring out what to charge. Yes. But I always say, do the back math, figure out what you want to make, yep. figure out how many sessions, photography sessions you can realistically take per yes. month yep. and then divide the number by 12. It really, it just, you take that total number, divide it by 12 and that mm. ends up being about what you need to charge on average per session to meet your financial goals. Mm. There is absolutely nothing wrong with making money mm. with something that you're talented with. Rosie, can I, can, can you just, uh, re, um, uh, rewind it and yes. uh, say it slowly, especially for those who are listening, who are watching. Uh, we have quite a, a lot of audience now, so maybe you can share with them and uh, yes. just to, 
well, how do you derive if that divide by 12 and all that? Maybe you can just share with us again uh, for yes. those who just came in. And this is not something necessarily that is photography specific. If you are a, a, a designer and you want to be mm. able to charge for your time, not aside from the furniture that you're helping to put in someone's home, but you say, I want to make $30,000 a year pre-taxes. Mm. You take that $30,000 and you put it over, write it down. And mm. then you take how many sessions you can realistically take per month. Think about how you're going to have slow seasons, how you'll have busy times. You multiply that times 12 mm. and then you divide that number that you're, that you want to make yep. by the sum of what you've done times 12. So say mm. you're making like 96 sessions per year, mm. divide that by 30,000. And then that ends up being mm. a roughly what you need to aim for per session, per, per session mm. in order to be meeting your financial goals. Wow. Think simply, I say, do the back math and then mm. you feel less guilty because then you realize that you want to pay for your trip to Disney world. You yeah. want to pay for your down payment on a new home. It just helps say, okay, when people start trying to talk you down, which sometimes they do, they'll make you feel guilty or they'll ask for you to do things for quote unquote exposure. It makes it easier to say no, because you're thinking, okay, that makes me one step further away from my financial goal that I mm. want to make. Yes, yes. And and that is that is precisely uh, what I, I like about it because for you you are very certain and you've uh, you have that uh, you, that time you have to com compensate for the time that you lost with your children, with yes. your husband, or uh, even um, taking time from you doing grocery or cooking and all that. Time yes. has to be compensated, especially when it's being demanded. And mm -hmm. I, I like that part where you you have the end game, which is the outcome, and you divide mm -hmm. it by the, the session that you could do within a year or maybe per month. And yes. uh, that is a very good um, math for a lot of people who have skills. Like for me, I, I do marketing. So I, I, I do consultation uh, session also. So um, I, in fact, I learned something because... Um, Sometimes we, we do not know how much we, we want to charge. And sometimes for friends, we do like uh, promono, we do it as, as a goodwill. Yes. So uh, it's, it's a very good, uh, good way, as, as you mentioned, that uh, even in work, we are being compensated for the work that we are done in a corporate job. Yes. And why, why aren't we doing it for other business since it's a skill? And people will take your time if you give it to them. They will take every second yes. of your time. Yes. If you love them and we have to be appreciative of the time we have with our young families while they're little. And I think we have to set an example for our children yes. about what it's like to be a solopreneur or a mompreneur or a dadpreneur, yes. because realistically more yes. and more of them will be running home-based businesses than even our generation is yes. right now. Yes. So we have to think about it smart. Yes. In smart ways, simple ways, so that way we can explain it to them. Yes, and 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 that's where yes, and that's where we talk about the topic of the day, which is the power of knowing finding your passion. And because yes. initially when we talk about it, I'm trying to grasp it. And what is what is what do you mean by the power of no? And now through this example, it's like no, I'm not giving you a lot of time or my time, but I'm going to charge it. So this is one mm -hmm. way of the power of no. So um. Since we've been talking about the power of know that you have just shared, so maybe you can share more on 
how do you apply this um and also how do you apply the power of no in finding your passion like what you're doing yes. now yeah yes i will start with the power of no and finding my passion first and i will apply it to photography because that's the industry that yeah. i work in but again mm -hmm. it can apply to a lot of other industries as well when I started working with my photography business, I started taking clients who would pay me. I mm. would do families, I would do babies, I would do newborns, I would do weddings, anything. And I started getting so depleted. Mm. I was just spinning my wheels. I was coming home from sessions upset because whatever reason, I was just, I was not, it was not fitting with me. Yeah. And then one day I took a client that was a high school senior and she was a referral from a friend. And I was thinking, there's no way I'll deal with high schoolers. I don't think I'll enjoy this. But I went to that session and something just made sense. I absolutely loved it. The girl was fabulous. I was able to have conversations with her and her mom. She had so much to look forward to. And I came home from that session so energized. And the images were beautiful because my passion showed through. So what I started doing is I said, I don't want to work with all of these other genres anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to work with only high schoolers. So I started saying no to all of these other sessions that had been coming my way. Mm -hmm. Families, babies, things that were depleting me, weddings. Mm -hmm. And I started saying yes to high school seniors. And eventually I got to where that's all I took. And I really love my job. I started working with a stylist. I started mm. working with a makeup artist. I started getting really known for having a unique session mm. that we called it magazine ready, where the girls felt beautiful. The boys felt confident mm. and it just made sense. But it was because I learned to say no, that it started working its way towards success. And then also with my personal life, with fitting the business into it, mm. My husband and I sat down. I started working with a mentor who also had a number of children. Mm. And she said, the biggest thing you can do is calendar. Mm. And as a, as a mompreneur, I was like, I got away from calendaring when I left my job on Capitol Hill. Like I didn't want to be living by the calendar, but what it did is it made me realize how little time I really do have to spend mm. with clients. <laughs> so I started realizing that my kids' soccer games are on Saturdays, oh. or I have to have date night with my husband. We have to go to church on Sundays. Whatever you're passionate about, and that makes so much more sense to you because it makes you happy as a person, mm. put that on your calendar, and then it makes it easier when clients contact you because you will know that you have your next available date is X number of days, mm. weeks out. You can contact them and say, uh, instead of saying, what do you have available? Kind of kicking it back in their court. You can say my next available dates are X, Y, and Z. Mm. And it just makes it, it makes you look more professional, but it makes your business more successful. And it also gives you more confidence to be able to run your business and not let it run you by saying no, you allow yourself to take control of your business that will run you into the ground if you're not careful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that is, oh, wow, um, because whatever you shared is something that I always wanted to share with a lot of clients uh, because mm -hmm. a lot of them, like, okay, I do have clients who who are a photography, um, they, they have photography studio, and they, are, they have been taking a lot of jobs, they are burning themselves out, and, um, and, and then they feel that, why am I stepping into business? It's like, 
uh, I'm supposed to have more freedom, more control, but in fact, uh, mm-hmm. I'm losing all that, that control. And, and you have shared a very, very valuable uh, tip, which is to calendar it down. Uh, yes. As, as a mompreneur, whatever that's priority, you should put it down first. Uh, rather than putting your customer first, putting mm-hmm. their dates down where you have to forego your family affairs, your family events, your kids' graduation, mm-hmm. your kids' uh, sports day and stuff like that, or maybe uh, your anniversary. A lot of um, business business owners, they often forgotten about their own life. They yes. always care about their customer. They always want to do. And you, as we know, we do businesses. Clients t- Some clients tend to be more demanding and say okay mm-hmm. i want this weekend i need to have and that's where most business owners have their struggle they will just okay it's my son's uh, graduation day but i have this very important client they're always in struggle and in the yes. end they did most of them just give in okay my my son graduation is all right i will just go for the client because this is business this is money and this is bread wow. and butter and and that's what i see in a lot and and what you have shared is really to Place down the priority in your life in the mm-hmm. calendar, so that uh you have to say no to the rest. Say no, I'm not uh I, I'm not available on Sunday, and you are really firm by saying no. And it how did it transform for you? Because you were saying that you were over you were loading yourself with a lot of stuff, and um but when you start to say no, does your business being was affected? Oh, it, in a good way. At first, it was scary because. In saying no, you don't have to come out and directly say no. You can just say, this is what I have. But it is kind of a way of, again, saying no to your business, but in a much more professional manner. Mm, yeah. But I started at first thinking I'm going to lose business. But what I found is that the clients who were not willing to pay what I wanted, or they were just looking for the next photographer who can meet their demands, mm. They were going to go on to the next person anyway. They were not worth my energy. Mm. But the people who did stay and they booked with me, I was able to love on them. I was able to make them happy. I was able to work with them. Those are my best referral bases now. Mm. I have siblings of siblings and cousins (laughs) and friends, these original clients coming back to me because I was able to spend more time per client with them to make them have a great experience. So the... The no aspect actually ended up being a very positive thing for my business. It turned into a big yes for my business because, again, I got rid of the clients that I didn't really, I shouldn't have had in the first place. Yeah. And I was able to really focus on the ones that I'm, I've always meant to be having in the, mm. in the second place. So they're, they're fabulous and I, I love it. But it is scary. I always say, <laughs> allow yourself about two months of transition mm. to be able to learn how to put yourself first again, because you have to kind of unbreak that mindset that you've allowed yourself to get into of being able to always say yes, yes, yes. And burning yourself out. And a lot of times, like you mentioned, it's your family that suffers with it. They're the silent victims. And sometimes they're not so silent on that. They will give you the guilt trip. And I see so many photographers getting upset with their husbands when their husbands come to them and say, Hey, you're spending too much time on your business. Mm. They get upset. I think it's just because they 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 don't know how to make that change. Yeah. And the reality is it's much more simple, but they've dug themselves into a hole. It's getting yourself out of that. So just learn how to say, instead of saying, 
no, I'm not available to say, Hey, my next available date is you can spin yeah. it Mm-mm. in a good way. That makes it so that they don't feel like you're saying no to them, yeah. but it says yes to you. Like, like, like what, like what you have shared is, um, it's, it's a, it's a way of our choice of word. Like, okay. Yes. Instead of saying, Oh, uh, well, which is a good time for you. The miss like me to the customer, what's a good time for you? Yeah. Rather than saying this, we could say that, okay, these are my available slot, um, 2 p.m., 4 p.m., and stuff like that. Let them choose. It's like a multiple choice question. Let them choose. Mm-hmm. Because these are the calendar that you already put it out, that you, already, yes. uh, uh, you are free on this available. And like what you shared um, about calendar, and it's also a timing. Because yes. uh, once you have the calendar, now you know that, okay, when you need to, like you were saying that Sunday is for church and uh, Saturday is for certain thing. Once you have all that down, uh, you know where where are your available time slot for your session, for your services and all that, which is good. Yes. Rather than squeezing the customer's available time uh, into your calendar, yes. yeah, in that way. So it's a, it's a very, very good tip and, and thank Thank, thank you, Rosie, for, for sharing on that. You're welcome. Yes. And um, uh, I, I saw a lot of people coming in and maybe uh, maybe you can address, uh, maybe uh, for those who are watching live, do post a question maybe uh, to, to Rosie and asking her uh, anything about passion. How, how can you use your passion to monetize or do, to uh, build into a business? You can post your um, comments below and let us know if, um, if we are able to address it. That would be good. So Rosie, so um, yes. we, we, we have shared a bit about on, on the power of knowing finding your passion, which is a very, very good, uh, very valuable uh, tip and advice. So uh, what I want to, uh, um, one thing I'm curious is how do you manage to balance uh, your, your parenting and also your business mm-hmm. at the same time? Because as a mother, you have 101 things to do. Uh, you have, currently you have how many kids? four you have four and that, that's an amazing number <laughs> and with four kids and also with a business uh, how mm-hmm. do you manage manage that and also how do you manage to balance it and what is your tip in uh, managing and balancing it it's a lot of it is communication with my husband mm-hmm. it is understanding that he has a work schedule and I have a work schedule and we have to work together so yeah. that way we don't get angry with each other. And there's yeah. not this feeling of, I don't want him to feel like I am wasting my time, but we should be spending with the family. And I don't, I never wanted him to think that I, my time wasn't valuable as well, mm. that I didn't deserve time to be able to work as well. So it was kind of an interesting shift. And I think some photographers will be able to relate with that, mm. but truly it, Truly, it's under respecting my time. It's respecting my family's time. And then understanding that they're only young once. And my husband and I have our relationship is going to go beyond this business. At Mm. the end of the day, if we don't have a good relationship, then the business isn't worth it. Mm. There are other ways I can make money besides photography. So truly, it does go back to calendaring. Yeah. And truly it goes back to communication. I guess it's the two C's calendaring and communication (laughs) and yeah. And not feeling guilty Mm. about spending time with my own babies Yes, and turning off the computer to spend time with my husband in the evening. So that way we can foster our relationship. I don't let my business run me anymore. So when I started getting in my busy season where I'm editing a lot. Mm. Instead of spending the evenings editing, I've just charged more 
And I send my editing out to someone else and let them do it because that way I'm helping. Yeah. And I help somebody else meet their financial goals and I'm still feeling balanced and not crazy during my busy season. Already crazy enough. Why add in something else? If I'm depleted as a mother, as a business owner, as a wife, I'm no Mm. good to anyone. I get myself sick. Yes, you are, you are right. You are, you are truly right. And because uh, like you, you, you were saying in, in the beginning of the show, you were saying to, to love yourself first, to pamper yourself, to really take care of yourself before you can really take care of your loved one. Especially for you, you have four kids. In fact, yes. there's the fifth kid, which is your husband. Like, like my- most, <laughs> yeah, this is what my wife always say that, that my husband is like a big kid, my, my second kid or my third kid. So basically, we have to take care of, of a lot of people. And you, you said you said something about the two C, which is uh, calendar and communication, which is truly uh, real uh, and, and right. Because once you get your calendar down, there will not be any misunderstanding. And yes. uh, the, your family members get to know when you're available, when you're not available, and they respect that. And uh, yes. that's, that's a lot of time that I, I've, I work with, um, with customers, with clients, that they, their time is not fixed. Their time right. is all over the place. Their time is their client's time or their customer's time. They do not have their own time. And after a while, they got burned out. And, and they just continue the cycle again and again. And because and, and that caused a lot of miscommunication with their family members. Because yes. um, like sometimes they promise, like maybe, maybe let's say the husband say, okay, tonight you're going to meet me for dinner, right? But yes, yes, yes. Because they are so busy, they are, they, they've forgotten that they, they made a promise. And they just go yes. ahead, uh, slotting an appointment for that. And in the end, that caused a lot of argument uh, because of miscommunication. And because they were so busy, caught them at the wrong time, they couldn't register and they've totally forgotten. And like what you yes. say, the, the communication, the calendar is very, very useful to prevent all these things from happening or even to jeopardize uh, the relationship or to spoil the relationship, which is a very good tip. And I'm, I'm, I'm truly blessed to hear it from Rosie. And uh, we have a question on the um, from Virginia. She, oh, hi, Virginia. Uh, yes, correct. <laughs> hi, Virginia. So she was saying that, Rosie, how do you find the passion when the kids are screaming and you're so <laughs> tired and you can't think? There, that's a very good question. Yes. It, it's very hard to find your passion in those moments. And if you feel depleted in those moments, that means that you're human yeah. and that's okay. I would say in those moments, remember that you need to take time sometime later that day, even yeah. after the kids go to bed, even early in the morning, set aside time for you. Yeah. That is not demanding of your business, your children, your spouse, mm. and have that be where you think and you reinvigorate your passion, whether it's reading a book, whether it's looking at art, whether it's teaching yourself a new talent or skill, give yourself that time. And a lot of moms roll their eyes when I say get up <laughs> earlier, but really for me, that's what works. I'm, I tend to be more fresh in the morning. My yeah. mind is kind of a blank slate, so I can fill it back up. So yes, your children will scream. Yes, they will yell. You will have moments that you want to pull your hair out with trying to juggle everything. Yeah. But remember that in those moments that you have for yourself, that you give to yourself, because it is a gift, maximize them. Yes, yes, truly. Well, that's a that's a great answer. So, Virginia, how um do you like the answer from um from Rosie? <laughs> yes, that that is a very good question. And for maybe for me, I can I can share a bit on my own. And 
because I have an eight year old daughter, and now she seek a lot of attention from me, and because I'm I'm like the playmate for her, I always play with her and always joke with her, so she she does do scream at at times and. And I I should I should say that when the kids are screaming, uh, it's a sign that you are not spending enough time with them. Uh, they are not being heard, and that's where uh we should look into spending more time, maybe to talk to them, depending on their age. Uh, spending more time to uh play with them and mix with them, and um, and 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 definitely we will get tired and when we can't think, and that will be a moment that telling you that it's like a sign, um. Telling you that you should spend more time with them, or maybe you should rest and really put your whole heart into really spending time with your children, and really to understand why are they screaming, really communicate with them, and before you move on, because if since you can't think and you're tired, uh, you should take a break from from your business, from doing anything further on, uh, attend to your kids because your kids, I believe, for mothers, for parents, they are our mm -hmm. energy booster. After we play yep. with them, work with them. Although we are tired, we as long as we see they are happy, they're smiling, their smile just give us energy. That's that's my that's my own opinion. That's my thought. Uh, that's what what I want to share. So I I don't know about Rosie. How how do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, they they do. They I I when I. I noticed that when I am the most irritated, that's when they tend to scream the most. And it's, it's not, it's not, I'm not mad at them. It's sometimes I'm just frustrated because I'm not meeting a deadline that I set for myself and they're picking up on the energy. Sometimes kids just like to scream yes. too. Yes. <laughs> sometimes they just like to yell. That's, but it, you have to always assess the situation yes. and say, okay, what is really going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, if they con continuously keep screaming, uh, that's, mm -hmm. Kids only know how to scream, not like us to to really communicate right. well, and that's their own way of um telling you that I need attention. Yep. Yeah. So so that that's a very good any uh oh thanks Virginia thanks yeah so uh any question on the uh for Rosie and me you can just post it in the comments below um as much as I can do I will address that so Rosie so um so. I came across uh your website and I realized that there's specific you, you don't do a lot of um um other other photography shoot now because you were saying that you right. rejected and you say no and now what mm -hmm. are you really focusing and what was it because you were saying something about portraits photography maybe yes. you can explain a lot more on that I love portraits I love the it's funny I'm I'm an introvert which means I tend <laughs> to I'm not someone who tends to go out and have a lot of energy to socialize, but I love art. And I think portraits help me learn to be able to sp talk with the client, find out who they really are and capture them. Mm. And that seniors I love because it's a pivotal time in their life and I can capture both where they came from and where they're going. And I, I love that. I've learned that with my life up here in Colorado, because we're living in Colorado mm. Springs right now, Colorado, I will fly down to Texas a couple of times a year and still work with my clients down there. It works out really well because that way most weekends I'm still available for my family and I'm not jumping out to photo shoots all the time like I used to, but I still get to keep in contact with my Texas people and mm. love on them. And I keep relationships with the parents on Facebook and things like that. And texting, I've, I've become friends with the parents of my clients, but portraits 
just work for me. And I've noticed that I'm, I'm not an early bird where I can go do beautiful landscape <laughs> photography. It's, but if you are, then do that. It's some people love shooting or working with birds. Some people love <laughs> yes. photographing dogs. If whatever gives you the most boost of energy and makes yes. you feel the most creative and purposeful, do that. And that, again, it's a matter of saying no to what doesn't give you energy and yes to what does. Yes. Wow, that, that is good. So, so is it um, really like focusing on, on the things that really pays, pays back you, the energy yes. and the fulfillment and all that, rather than you, you, you do the things that... Like, in, in fact, I, I, I feel that it's the same with calendaring, which mm-hmm. is uh, putting your priority and what do you really want rather than what the client want or what the customer want. So you like you, you kind of like dictate what you really want. Like for you, you dictate that, okay, I want to do portraits, just purely portraits. Yes. And I want to be really good at it. Um, want to be master the, the skill of it. And you like that, that communication and also mm-hmm. the bringing out that the vibe, the uniqueness and do really capture that moment that, that you feel that that's the most beautiful portrait ever. Yeah, yes. so, which is also why your business is growing. And I see there's a lot of uh, traction, like a lot of publicity uh, with, with groups and with uh, famous people. Maybe you can mm-hmm. share with us what uh, who are you working with now and currently and what are the, 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 the publicity that you're getting? Because I see a lot that is happening on your website. Right. It just depends. So I obviously high school seniors, I, I love them. And I've learned that by really focusing again on my particular style, the types of seniors I work with, how I, port, I, how I photograph them portrait wise, I put that on my blog, I put that on my website. And what it does is it attracts people who want that and it'll mm. repel away people who are looking for something different. Mm. So the more consistent I am with the type of quality of work that I'm doing, yeah. the more I tend to be attracting the people who I want to work with. It's a very mm. interesting thing, but you're putting the energy out there and it comes back to you. Mm. I do work with some stock and commercial agencies as well. Mm. And they give me assignments, but you don't see those necessarily on my website. Those yeah, are something yeah. that, that does that. But I, I tend to be very clean, which means mm. I don't have a lot of editing. I tend to be very much straight out of camera. Yeah. That comes from my uh, commercial side. Mm. That's where I, I work with famous things, <laughs> but it's, it's something where it, again, I'm putting, I, I, I see the world the way I see it yeah. and I photograph it the way I photograph it. And people are either going to love it or hate it, but the yeah. people who love it are willing to pay for it. Yeah. And I'm willing to foster that relationship with them. And they understand it's more than just a portrait session. It is yes. a lifestyle choice they're, they're choosing yeah. something they're going to have on their walls and they want me to reflect and mm. that's what i call reflections they yeah. want me to reflect oh. what they want through my art and it's mm. it's a great it's like a marriage almost you have to yeah. be able to have that so uh, in that courtship i guess we can go with this <laughs> analogy the metaphor uh they they contact me and then i go through i actually interview them they interview mm. me yeah. And they answer questionnaires. It's this long going conversation. They it's do really not like just a relationship. It is. It truly is a relationship. They mm. do not show up that day meeting me for the first time. By the time I fly down to Texas mm. and work with the seniors or, you know, whatever assignment I do, I have had many conversations with my friends now and they know what they know what to expect and I know what they want. Mm. And it 
really works out well. It makes it much less stressful. Mm. And I'm able to kind of look into their soul. I know it sounds funny, but I can see <laughs> what they want. I'm not just taking a picture at a big box shop where right. it's just a really quick portrait in and out. I can, I know who they are as mm. people. And yeah. I think it reflects in the images. And and and, and that's that that is what um you can keep moving that. And I believe that you do not have to um do a lot of shot to to make it up uh for maybe uh for what other people are doing. Right. Because yours is really personalized. I believe that uh it's it's a, maybe of a high ticket of, of a maybe mid range and above. And mm -hmm. because you command that and you you treat it like an art. This is your it own is. brand, and this mm -hmm. is your own style. And uh, if you really like it, we can work really together. And that's where mm -hmm. your your word of mouth is really strong and referral because the relationship is built built up from there. And people love uh people who they trust with yes. who they have relationship. And because you with the effort and your passion really into uh understanding them, bringing the best out of them. And it's not just that, okay, I, I just shot a photo for you or shot a portrait for you and I get the money and that's it. But your 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 style is not like that. Yours is really personalized. Yes. Uh, being a friend, really to bring it out, make them feel really good in, is what they want because um, it, it's better to um, to meet their expectation and exceed their expectation mm -hmm. rather than just, just meeting and that's it. And you have Absolutely. done... Yes. Absolutely. And that's, that is exactly that's you, you want to, I want this to be an experience they will never forget. I yeah. want this to be a special time where it's like the pinnacle of their high school career, where they have this crowning moment of their senior portrait session. It sounds tacky, but you really want to treat it like that. And it's mm. almost in some ways, it's almost like a wedding. You have to really make sure that they are loved on and that they feel special. I do this with, when I do work with other clients as well, it's not just exclusive to seniors, but it's just a matter of making people feel appreciated and yeah. feel special. I guess it's the servant leadership type thing mm. where you, you can be a, still a servant leader when you are taking control of your business, but still those clients, you want to make sure that they feel appreciated and loved and heard that way they are happy to talk to you about you to their friends who tend to be very similar because birds yes. of a feather flock together. Yes, so if yes. you love on one person, chances are their group <laughs> of five people around them are usually pretty similar and yes. they will like hire you as well. Yes. Yes. Uh, you are, you are, you are absolutely right. And also because, um, you started your business based on really true passion and mm -hmm. that's why you can deliver such, um, dedicated, uh, service to them and they felt yes. it because, um, even let's say they don't really pay you, they don't pay mm -hmm. you at all, but you will still do a good job because this is something yeah. that you're passionate about and delivering it. And, um, you're really confident because you already done it for a lot of people and it's working and their friends have been been seeing and seeing the beauty uh, the beautiful pictures out from them and uh mm -hmm. really thank rosie for sharing so much and i can see how passionate you are and also <laughs> um delivering um more than what they expect and um time time really flies and um now we're going to uh, to to almost the end of the show and uh, maybe rosie can can you share with us how can um the audience or the mothers Get connected with you. 
My website is reflectionsbyrosie.com. It's R-O-S-I-E.com. Or they can send me an email at info at reflectionsbyrosie.com. Wow, wow, that's good. What I will do is uh, for those who are watching, for watching replay, I'll be posting uh, the how can you connect with Rosie in the post or even in the comments below. And um, before we end the show, I really will want to invite Rosie again because uh, it's already uh, coming to the end of the show. A lot of value, especially on the calendar and also on, on, on communication, which is a lot. For those who are uh, watching replay, uh, do watch it back and watching, uh, watching it again. I really learn and really take notes. I, I, I had some notes really taken down. <laughs> yeah, I really learned a lot. And also, uh, before we end the show, like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, um, I, have, I have a question of the day that um, you can post to, out to the audience and also uh, to the next guest. So, uh, right. Rosie, Rosie, are you ready for the question of the day? Yes. The question I would like to ask the next guest is, where do you find it hardest to say no wow. in your business okay. in life? Um, can you repeat again? Where, Where do you find it hardest to say no in your business or life? The hardest to say no in your business or in your life, right? Yes. Okay, so the question is just um, let me just confirm it again. Where, uh, where did you find the hardest to say no in business or in your life? Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so for those who are watching, uh, this is the question of the day posted by Rosie, uh, which is where did you find the hardest to say no in business? or in your life do post your answer in the comments below and uh, we will take a look at it and rosie will be able to see it and um and for and this question will also be posted to the next guest so for the next guest if you are watching it now do take note if not you i will ask you on the day itself so uh rosie any last advice for the mummies who are watching uh this uh, mother industry live show and uh, especially for those who are sitting on the fences, uh, thinking whether I should use my passion to start a business or should mm -hmm. I step into entrepreneurship, what is your take on that? Yes, the biggest thing I can tell you is that protect yourself. Make sure you have that time. Think about your strategy on how you're going to balance work and life because very quickly your passion be can become your, your crutch. It can be something mm -hmm. that you will learn to hate after a while because it'll be holding you back. So by using your passion protect your passion hmm. by saying no to things that you don't need to be spending your time and energy on saying yes to being able to be compensated fairly and also remember if this is truly your passion what other people are doing in your industry like other photographers it doesn't really matter because you're the only you yeah. out there you're the only one who can look at life the way you do you're the only one who has the talent set that you do focus on you and your family first wow. Wow, that is that is awesome because really focusing on yourself and and bringing the best out from yourself where you people around you, your family members will benefit. That is really really great advice. Uh, for mothers who are uh, watching this, do take this into you because a lot of you um because of your mm -hmm. kids, you have already lost yourself, your self esteem, your self confidence, and this is the time for you to love yourself back. 
So uh, I I really 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 thankful for Rosie to come on uh live show. I really would love to uh invite you again and especially touch on the passion part because in my book Mother Industrialist I talk about passion, purpose, and profit. But for a lot of business, passion is really needed. It's yes. your booster. It's your it's your um fuel for you to really drive in your business, especially when it is is at a rock bottom and at the downtime. And passion is yes. really something that you can leverage on. And if you have truly have the passion and you are uh, pursuing your passion, that is the best. Uh, I should say the best tool or the best uh weapon for you to really move into entrepreneurship. And I'm really thankful for Rosie for uh for. For coming onto my show, making time, uh, is really waking up early on her side <laughs> is is really early on on uh, at at uh, at her at her end, and really truly uh blessed to have her on on my live show once again. And um, Kenneth here signing off together with Rosie. Thank you for watching uh this live show, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. So thanks, Rosie. Thank you. Thank you. See you. <laughs> thanks for coming in. Thank you. Bye.